Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story which comes from the entitled people subreddit from 911 what you smoking and there's a few warnings on this one so i just want to give you a heads up beforehand which is of sexual assault controlling behavior denial and weaponization of past sexual assault and mentions of an eating disorder so if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below thank you sorry if this isn't the correct place to post i just need to get this off my chest I, 22 female, have been dating my male 22 boyfriend for five years now. We've been living together in a small town, very, very close to where he grew up with his friend, 22 female. His friend Sarah has always been very vocal about how much she loves him, how she knows him so well, how she even seen him naked as kids, how she is like his sister, etc, etc. They only see each other about once a month. She's been to our house about three times. Something important about me. I was sexually assaulted a few months before dating my now boyfriend. This was something that impacted me and has ruined certain aspects of my life. The guy who did it is a well-known person around the area, which means that from time to time I run into him. That brings me so much anxiety, so much pain, and the only way to feel better is venting about it. Sarah was at my house one time. I started bawling about it and decided to trust her. Big mistake. I told her everything. She knew the guy. The guy actually tried to get with her before, and she acted so compassionate and kind in front of me. One day, we were having some dinner as a group. It was my boyfriend, Sarah, and other people I didn't know. Sarah asked my boyfriend what he was planning to do after uni. Boyfriend said, I'm not sure yet. And I said, why not a master's degree? And Sarah said, God, OP, stop pressuring him. He's worked so hard all his life. Give him a goddamn break and let him decide what to do. She said it in such an aggressive tone. Mind you, I was just suggesting. I've never told my boyfriend he had to do something. He grabbed my hand and squeezed it, telling me it was alright and that he didn't think I was forcing him to do something. Then, Sarah asked what his future plans were for housing. I mentioned my family has a house in the southern part of the country, maybe a five-hour drive, and that we were planning on moving there in the future. I kid you not, these were her exact words. She said, hell no, he isn't moving to the south, he's staying here, and he better not go farther away than insert nearest city. I was a bit annoyed. Why was it when I recommended doing a master's I was forcing him to do something, yet she was prohibiting him from moving, yet I was the controlling one? Anyways, Sarah then started texting, talking about ex-boyfriends, and said she didn't mind if any of her friends got with her exes. I mentioned something to her like, I'd warn the girl first. I don't want anyone to suffer what I suffered. Sarah blew up. She was red in the face. These were her words. She said, How fucking dare you throw yourself in the middle of a relationship? Are you that possessive that you can't let your ex be happy? 
You are not over your ex and I can tell. You cried about him the other day. You're hurting boyfriend by not telling him the truth. She was accusing me of all these things and then the cherry on top. She said, Boyfriend hasn't been the same since you two are together. He's so quiet. He hasn't talked to me all day. You two keep showing affection in front of us all the fucking time. I've seen him naked as a kid and I know him so well. You're no good for him. She annoyed us by holding hands and hugging each other in front of her. I started crying over her tone and her accusations. I'm very sensitive. And then she made something that made me bawl even harder. She said, I'm so sure you lied about your sexual assault. If it were actually true, you would have gone to the police. What did he do to you exactly? I blew up and told her in detail what he did to me in front of others. I was so embarrassed when I realized I told a bunch of strangers something so personal. She said, you're such a fucking manipulator. Remember when I met you, you were crying over your weight. And Sarah kept throwing things that made no sense. Anything she could was thrown in my face. She has an eating disorder and she threw my own self-esteem issues into my face. I wasn't expecting my boyfriend to say anything. Not only is he incredibly bad at confrontation due to years of abuse from his family, he's terrified of her. She has been like a sister, yeah, but has that big sister who bullied him as well. Anyways, we're moving to the south in a few months. And we're going to start in the comments with Vegetable Cod who says, OP, I'm sorry you have to deal with this. Sarah sounds awful. I hope you and boyfriend are in agreement to go low contact with her. Although, I'd just ghost her. She's definitely jealous of other women in boyfriend's life and it will not get better going forward, only worse. Just in case, get cameras and security on the new house. Henry says, sounds like the green-eyed monster has been rearing its ugly head. It's a great idea for the two of you to escape that small town mentality and make a fresh start somewhere else. And if a certain unconvicted sexual assaulter happened to get hit by a car as you drove away. Winter World says, and he just sat there and let her abuse you and humiliate you like that. Glad you're moving far away. She's a toxic bitch and your boyfriend is a spineless asshole if he actually sat there and said nothing. She's clearly infatuated with him and trying to cause trouble between you. And if he's scared of her, then he needs to grow a pair and cut her off completely. OP says, I don't blame my boyfriend, actually. He sent her a message afterwards saying she was out of line and that he didn't want to hear from her. Boyfriend was abused by his family and Sarah as a child, and so he has a hard time actually confronting these people, me included. I'm trying to help him with his confrontation issues. OP added their own comment with some additional information and said, I shared my story about Sarah a few days ago. It was written a few days after the whole situation went down and I was just looking for a place where I could vent my feelings. Thank you to those who reached out to offer support and advice. People on TikTok have decided to twist the truth and add things that simply are not true. So I decided I just want to update so people don't get confused. One, boyfriend and Sarah have never slept together. They had only seen each other once a month. There isn't a point in the story I mentioned them sleeping together. I only mentioned the fact that their families were so close as kids. Two-year-olds that Sarah and my boyfriend had seen each other naked at that age. It had never been a sexual relationship. Two, boyfriend cut her off without hesitation. Please don't come after him. My boyfriend was quiet during the confrontation because he was abused as a child and confrontation basically makes him shut off. And Sarah was one of those who took advantage of his kind nature to force him to do things for her. I know from an outside perspective, it seems like he's spineless and let me take all the abuse. He's aware of this and feels terrible. He, however, gathered enough strength to send her a pretty long message that night saying how what she did was unacceptable, how we're going to move, 
how she acts like a feminist yet shames a sexual assault victim and basically made me confess what happened that night to a bunch of strangers. I know confrontation and defending people might come easy to you, but it's incredibly difficult for him to confront others, especially when Sarah has been a bully to him his whole fucking life. I don't blame him. He's got issues and we're working with them. The fact that he was able to cut her off without a second thought makes me feel happy. 3. Sarah doesn't regret it. According to some friends we have in common, it was something she had on her chest for a long time, and she didn't want to stand by and let me manipulate and control his life. God forbid I give my own boyfriend suggestions or plan my future with him. She thinks my boyfriend cutting her off is my doing. Nope, sorry, all his choice. 4. Strangers reached out. There are a lot of people at the dinner party. This happened while we were out having dinner with Sarah's friends who had to hear my very, very detailed explanation of what went on with the person who sexually assaulted me. I deeply regret telling Sarah about my sexual assault, especially in front of so many people, and made them so uncomfortable. But many of those strangers reached out to me to give support. They have also cut Sarah out of their lives because she showed me her true colors, making a sexual assault victim relive trauma and accusing her of not being over him. I'm so happy that they didn't let that night ruin their image of me and that I'm not a controlling freak like Sarah said. 5. What now? So yeah, after the whole drama that night, we went home and I realized I can't fucking live like this. I don't want to run into my abuser every so often because it triggers me and I can't heal this way, even after 5 years. My boyfriend can't heal having one of his so-called friends live literally a 10-minute walk from us. But like the post says, who decided to move earlier than expected, we're looking for a therapist to help us deal with our respective issues. The OP comes in with a final update and says, Hi guys, this is going to be my final update. I want to leave the whole Sarah thing behind me since she's no longer a part of our lives. I first came to Reddit in search of people who would support me during a difficult time and well, I've received much love and support. Thank you for this. I've also had to read various mean comments about people doubting my story. I've also seen people made TikToks about my situation. Various TikToks changed the title, changed various details of the story to make my boyfriend look horrible. Added in lies where they said Sarah and him slept together. Again, not the case. Cut off very important details and basically manipulated my whole story for clicks and views. After read people tell me I have no self-respect for staying with my SO, call my SO a douchebag for having to deal with his own traumatic problems. So for now, I don't want to keep updating Reddit about Sarah because I would have to mention my sexual assault and yet... Yeah, not really good for my mental health. I do want to share some info to finally close this. 1. Sarah and her friend tried to contact me last night. She is blocked on our phone, so I received a message from her friend who didn't know I existed. I guess she realized my boyfriend was actually being serious about going no contact, and she realized she fucked up. Her friend said that I should talk to my boyfriend and tell him to change his mind because it was something she said in the heat of the moment, and that she was sorry that she wanted us to have a girls day to talk about the situation. I of course blocked that number without even responding. People have mostly been on my side and Sarah is going crazy over this fact. I guess she realized she showed her true colors and that she doesn't have any power over people anymore. I guess she realized the only thing she could do was apologize but I don't think she really regrets it. Even if she did, she used my trauma as a weapon against me and I will never forgive anyone who does that. 2. I mentioned in my last post that people from the dinner party had reached out to defend me, but now I have been reached out by Sarah's ex-friends, not ones from the party, to tell me that Sarah is not only trying to control my boyfriend, 
for everyone she interacts with. And when she couldn't, well, Sarah would either give them ultimatums or just cut them off. Long story short, everything had to go her way and she would get upset when people wouldn't bend over backwards for her. In school, she bullied other people and then claimed she was being bullied because nobody wanted to be around her. Sarah's told me she was bullied, but not that she was a bully. She claimed in the past she was an empath, which was why she understood my pain. Three, the real reason why she blew up at me that night was because she saw my boyfriend is changing. She saw that as an actual serious relationship that he is making more decisions for himself than she thought it was my doing. She didn't like the fact she couldn't spend more time with him and hated the fact we hugged and held hands while we're out in public. I guess Sarah's problem is one of control. From what other victims have told me, she seems to be the type who likes to claim they're an empath but also wants to control her friends' lives. It's sad, really. My boyfriend has opened up more about his experiences with her and they are heartbreaking. I just don't feel comfortable sharing more details about this. Is Sarah in love with my boyfriend? We honestly don't think that's the case, but I'm aware I could be wrong. To be completely honest, I have questioned this in the past when I met her, but Sarah does have a long-time partner from my understanding. I've met him twice. Again, Sarah's problem is that she feels the need to control her friends. This ranges from deciding what we're going to have for dinner to demanding we all go dressed in a certain way for Halloween to making life choices for others. If you ask me, I think she was projecting. She accused me of being controlling through my past eating disorder in my face when she literally has admitted she has one. Also just random things that made no sense to even mention. So yeah, I don't think I want to keep updating. I just want to continue living my life, plan my trip to the south of the country and take care of my pets. Thank you to all who have cared and are supporting. And I absolutely feel for OP and boyfriend in this situation. It sounds like they've been through a lot and you know to have this thrown in your face and this controlling behavior around you, I think you're doing the right thing for both you and getting out of that situation sooner rather than later. And I hope whatever happens coming up that your lives move in a more positive manner for you. But now I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And our next story does come with an update as well from livingpound5524 and says, would I be the arsehole for not telling my husband I'm pregnant until he's after he's back from his trip? My husband is a stay-at-home dad to our four-year-old daughter. He's an extremely devoted and loving dad who has barely spent any time away from her and she is a major daddy's girl. 
In two weeks, he's going to his best friend from college for a whole week. He's going to be reunited with his college friends that he hasn't seen or spent time with altogether since our own wedding. He originally wanted the three of us to go, but I convinced him to just go himself because I think being alone would make him enjoy it more, so he didn't have to do childcare. I think our daughter is too young for that big of a trip for people she's only met once. And also I'm planning on taking a week off of work and would love to spend one-on-one -on -one time with her that we so rarely get. This morning I learned that I am pregnant. We've been trying for some time now and really want lots of kids, so I'm over the moon and I know my husband and daughter will be too. I have not told my husband yet. My first pregnancy, he was a huge prepper. And when I first learned I was pregnant, he went into overdrive with preparing, researching, and taking care of me. He was incredibly helpful and loving, and it was so sweet. But he also really worked himself up and got stressed. I don't think it'll be as bad with this one, but I could see it being a lot. I honestly don't really want to tell him until after the trip in three weeks, even though it's a huge secret for me to keep. I think he'll potentially be upset which with him is very very tame when he finds out i'd known for three weeks but he would get over it fast my concern with telling him is i could honestly see it ruining the trip i can imagine the constant texts asking me questions for the millionth times or sharing his most recent thoughts i really really want him to have a chill and fun trip and to decompress and for myself i want to be able to just focus on having a great time with my girl but I also don't want to just hide something so hugely important to our family from him since he obviously deserves to know. I really can't decide. Would I be the asshole if I decided to wait to tell him till after his trip? And there was a couple of comments which Opie responded to. Someone basically said, not the asshole, but definitely don't tell anyone else before him. And Opie says, oh yeah, definitely not telling anyone else. That's why I'm asking Reddit for advice on this and not friends or family, lol. Although I may tell my daughter right before he gets home because I'm loving all the suggestions I'm seeing, especially with her wearing a big sister t-shirt. And then a commenter says, I love the big sister shirt. If she's not reading yet, you can have a help you make it. Then tell her when she's putting on to show him that it has a secret message for daddy to read out loud to her. They can both get a surprise at the same time. She can blurt out when she sees him that her shirt has a secret message for him and she won't know ahead of time of what it is. Opie says I absolutely love this. This is absolutely what I'm going to do. Thank you so much. Then six days later, Opie updates and says, so I hadn't planned to give an update so soon, but even though I planned on waiting until after my husband's trip, after a few days, it became clear to me that I could not wait that long. Lol. He definitely knew something was up with me. I've been getting crazy excited and been chomping at the bit to tell him. And honestly, it just didn't feel good to keep something that big for him for so long. We have been trying for this baby for close to a year now, and it's such happy news, I've decided it's just not worth it. I still wanted to give him the surprise I had planned. I asked him to go out to the store and grab something really quick, and before he got home, I had my daughter put a shirt on that I'd gotten her that had only child crossed out with big sister written underneath. When he came through the front door, she sprinted to him yelling about how her shirt had a secret message for him. He was very taken aback, lol. And it took him a second, but once it clicked, he was beyond excited. As was our very confused daughter once we told her. She started dancing around the house, singing about having a baby sister, which she is adamant it will be. And it was just a really good day. He's still going on this trip and has not been even close to as stressed as he was the last time. If anything, he's looking forward to it even more now because he knows it's going to be a last chance to really decompress before things become a whole lot crazier. 
Thank you so much to everyone for all the lovely comments and responses that I got. I really appreciated them all. I showed my husband the post and admitted my original plans and he got a big kick out of it. Lol. But he's very glad I told him before the trip. Thanks again. These bloody onion ninjas are lurking around again. Oh, that one set me off. It's really nice to see a wholesome story like that. And I find it very, very hard to keep secrets as well. Especially if I'm super excited about something that's even harder. But I imagine, you know, him with all the prepping and being nervous and all that sort of stuff last time. I imagine he, he's just so prepared this time. He's ready for it kind of thing. And of course, there's always going to be a nerve-wracking time being pregnant and going through it and all that sort of stuff. But I really do wish you the best and absolutely lovely. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And don't forget, there'll be a playlist at the very end of the video that you can click on. They will automatically scroll through the videos for you. I had a lovely little email the other day saying about a couple who was like making sandwiches and they were debating the stories while listening and you know they were just having a great time whilst doing it and absolutely made my day so thank you so much for that and again hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.